and they lead by sheer effort in outworking everyone else, but they don't lead by fear. Leaders with executive charisma possess that missing piece, popularly referred to at different times as interpersonal skills, shine, people skills, corporate chemistry, DNA, social currency, emotional energy, the unwritten code of behavior, or fit. With executive charisma, they are able to go into a whole variety of venues and be able to function at the top of their game, says Richard Torenzano, CEO, the Torenzano Group. One venture capital partner said about executive charisma, You have to face it. Presentation is everything. You can be fantastic at your job and achieve good results, but without presentation, it's very limited. Great results can speak for themselves, but few truly achieve those on their own. If you're in the corporate crowd at a C-level job, for example, CEO, COO, CIO, CFO, CMO, CTO, CPO, CAO, or you want to be at that level, you need to get the missing piece. In addition to having the substance, as described in the first two paragraphs of this preface, you'll need to have the style, too. You'll need to be memorable, impressive, credible, civil, clean-hearted, genuine, trusted, courageous, consistent, cool, calm, collected, confident, competent, comfortable, and, of course, charismatic. With executive charisma, you raise your stock in yourself. You're inspiring. Executive charisma helps you move easily in the world. There has been a transformation in global business. How you work with people is as important as the work you do. Respect, purpose, goodness is required, in addition to achieving results on time and within budget. In this book, you will learn and understand what effective leaders do to build allegiance through the ability to gain effective responses from others by using aware actions and considerate civility in order to get useful things done. You will get it for yourself, and by your example, help others too. Finding a way to differentiate people across a large company is one of the hardest things to do, says Jack Welch, former chairman, General Electric. In addition to your substantive work contributions, that last piece to differentiate yourself is your executive charisma. It's the last growth area open to you when you've done all the results-oriented labor. Over the last ten years, as a practicing executive, I've studied this important part of leadership to, one, confirm its significance, and two, see how it's done. Using my database of detailed biographical and performance information of outstanding business executives around the world, as well as the Fortune and Forbes 500 and 100 lists, the Inc. 100 Top Entrepreneurs list, and so on, I identified individuals who are described as leaders and I identified comparative individuals who failed to get that label of leader. I considered various success factors, including title, money, prestige, influence, power, respect from peers, private happiness, and personal satisfaction. I then studied the two groups to discover common variables that distinguished those who had an objectively successful life or career and those who didn't. More specifically, I looked at how these executives think about themselves, 
about others, and about life, how they present themselves when content and not so content at work, how they deal with their own fears, concerns, and frustrations, how they try to go beyond dispensing information under the veil of communication, but truly bond with people in a long-lasting interpersonal way. From 1991 to 2001, I conducted more than 500 interviews with the best CEOs and key executives on how they do what they do. I collected hundreds of articles and examined the new research in neurology, sociology, anthropology, psychology, and organizational development from Cornell, Rutgers University's Graduate School of Professional and Applied Psychology, University of Pennsylvania Graduate School of Education, Weatherhead School of Management, Daniels School of Business, Carnegie Mellon University, and others. And I compared patterns of findings from numerous leadership studies by the likes of PricewaterhouseCoopers, Accenture, Hay Group, and Harvard Business Review, among others. I then synthesized the results to identify exactly what transforms hard-working, honest, earnest, skilled leaders into hard-working, honest, earnest, skilled, effective, and charismatic leaders. In the final analysis, every attribute of executive charisma was present in all of the top individuals, regardless of industry. My goal in all this research was to find the missing piece of the puzzle for myself. Because if you are like me, you were raised to believe that working hard, being smart, honest, and ethical is all that's necessary to get ahead. But what I've experienced tells me that although absolutely undeniably necessary, hard work alone is not sufficient to achieve top success. This book was written to give you and me the necessary information to do well in substance and style. My guess is that substance stuff comes easily to you anyway. Technical ability is often the simplest to acquire if you're bright. The difficult thing to master is the nuance of that intangible, elusive it factor. The soft stuff is the hard stuff. Just as you constantly work on getting better in the substance area, you also have to get better in the executive charisma area. If you're going to work on self-improvement, you might as well zero in on the right stuff to work on. According to one study, People skills explain 85% of why we get, keep, and move ahead in our jobs. Our technical competence accounts for only 15%. In a different study of a diverse group of senior executives, three-fourths said interpersonal skills were the ones in highest demand and the ones most lacking. In a 35-year career, you'll experience over 100,000 hours of decision-making and 400,000 hours interacting with others, for example, employees, customers, consumers, suppliers, shareholders, colleagues, managers, and other constituents. Every moment is another opportunity to practice and improve your executive charisma. Super agent for celebrity athletes Mark McCormick says that one of the most toxic lies in business is that we judge people on their performance. If this were true, the workplace would be a perfect meritocracy. The truth is more like, we judge your performance based on how much we like you. People don't get fired for not doing their jobs well. They get canned because someone in authority doesn't like them. It's that simple. Executive charisma is something you have to have. 
Ideally, it's an extension of your true personality and the natural outgrowth of having it all together. It has to be real, and it has to be visible. It is not a role that you play. You can't fake executive charisma, but you can embellish what you have. In other words, do what you're going to do anyway, just do it a bit better. And this book will help you. As one man humorously put it, Unfortunately, this doesn't make you younger and sexier, add inches to your biceps or triceps, or instantly give you brighter and whiter teeth. Executive charisma will help you be described as a person who is sensitive and sensible, responsive and reflective, insightful and inspiring, instinctual and intellectual, comfortably confronting, transparently honest, sprightly and soft-spoken, tough, calm, and even-keeled who has an easy smile, a calm demeanor and a wry sense of humor, a contagious zest for life, a centered what-me-worry nonchalance, an at-homeness in his or her skin, a sharp competitive streak, and a lot of other cool things. I see a lot of incredibly educated, super-smart people who lack street smarts and people skills. Some just don't get interaction on a personal level, says venture capitalist Gail Kroll. I invest in a person who is the morphine for business pain. You have to be able to attract customers and have a reasonably profitable business model, but also be in the buzz. You want people talking about you, writing about you, and thought leaders quoting you. People want a leader. Animals choose leaders. Preschoolers choose leaders. Gang members choose leaders. Workers choose leaders, but the leaders they choose aren't necessarily the bosses. The leaders people choose to follow have it. Jeff Cunningham, CEO, Cunningham Partners.